Barbara and His Therapist is sponsored by Helm Boots. Handmade in Austin, Texas. Man-made to last forever. Yeah, welcome everybody. Uh, today we're going to be talking about preparing and managing the crisis inside the home. Right? That's the that's the main subject. I, you know, I think it's it's such a valuable valuable thing that Woody brings to the table, which is already having experience on managing a home that is unique in some ways. Right? It's a home you homeschool your children, so being around your kids and having a you, you are in, you're, you're doing that on a daily basis prior to this crisis. So a lot of people are not doing that. You know, I just was looking at uh, my Instagram, you know, story and one of a, a good friend of mine, you know, she's with her son and she's doing these Zoom calls with his school friends. And she's like, I'm losing my enthusiasm around these Zoom calls. So, you know, um, anyhow, that, that reminds me that people are in need of like that that wisdom you got about how to manage this and then keep it fresh, right? Keep it new. You know, I, I you know, we first got together to do this podcast to um, talk about things that we felt like we were really experts in, right? You know, you were going to come to the table with what you do. I was going to talk about how to, how to stay groomed and um, be at your best, right? And be better. And, you know, here we are now talking about how to manage ourselves through this crisis. And, um, you know, you guys out there, we put this together really to have 10 minute podcasts where you could have a, have a quickie before you go to that big meeting. Are you, um, you know, you're about to have that conversation with someone important to your life and, and do your best. So, you know, how are you keeping it together in the household? Um, many of us are going through, uh, this in different ways. We're in different stages. You know, like I'm, I'm a family, I'm a family of four, you know, you're a newly, new, newly married guy without kids. So of course, what you're going through is different than what I'm going through. But today we're going to talk about um, managing yourself and others in, in the house during this crisis. And it's funny because when I was going over these notes in with my wife and my mother-in-law who was in the house with us now, they pointed something out and I thought it was so important. And it's, it's funny because, you know, all through my notes, I'm using this word management, right? And I've used the example of some of my clients telling me how important it is to have true, strong management at work. They're very successful in their jobs and things like that. And we discuss why, you know, why, why we don't take that over to the household and, right. and have the same type of structure and uh, success in the household, like we do at work. And so I'm, you know, I'm using the word manage. I'm like, yeah, you know, we need to manage ourselves better and we need to manage the household. And, and my, and my wife and my mother-in-law were like, well, I don't know about the word management. It's like, you know, it just kind of feels like you're like a, you know, you're superior and you're managing these people below or the household. And she's like, I, I don't really feel good about being managed. And I just immediately, I thought about you and I, um, talking about, uh, conversation months ago when we were talking about like redefining masculinity and i'm like man here we go i mean this is it right here you know um because 
that's where that comes from, right? We're like, hey, you know, there's got to be a head. There's got to be a leader. Somebody's got to put the foot down. Someone's got to write the playbook and make sure other ones, you know, others fall in line. And, and so I was like, I'm like, oh, this is great. All my notes have this word all through it. I'm like, I have to rewrite this. I got to talk to Ian about it. And, um, and I'm like, you guys got to help me out with this. And so they just, you know, they really broke it down to me. And, it, you know, if I change things up a little bit, and I take a little angle. That's why. But I think it's, I think it's important. And I'm so glad I was listening to them because it's, it's really about redefining masculinity and what we think a man really is and how he should carry himself or present himself or, or, or how he um, handles a crisis, right? So, you know, we'll touch on that, but let me get down to it and just talk about what I'm doing in collaboration with my family, of course, right? Because I'm not, I'm not managing them in the household, right? It is a collaborative effort. And uh, my wife said, I am more facilitating and facilitating things, right? Things, not them, things, right? But uh, what we do in our household is, is, is that we, we have a family meeting every day. Right. We have a meeting with just the adults and we have a meeting with just the kids. Now, you know, these meetings are, uh, a place and an environment where family members can, you know, share their feelings, right? You know, and in these meetings, we'll ask each other, like, hey, what do you like in your life that's going well right now, right? Um, what would you like to change in your life? What would you like to do today in the moment, right? And then you have, like, the cans, I call it. You know, first you have the what's, then I have the cans, right? What can I do for you? You know, can I give you a back rub? Can I braid? braid your hair for you, right? Can I make you a cup of coffee? Can I take a bike ride with you, right? So in these meetings, you talk about what people are going through, what they're enjoying, what is, you know, what they're having difficulties with. And then you also talk about how you can make things better, like how you can help, how you can make things easier and, and so on, right? So of course the the family meetings with the adults are different than the meetings with the, uh, you know, with the kids, right? Uh, you know, the adult meetings, I have to say, especially in the first couple of weeks when we were doing this, they were just pure, like, you know, cry fest. I mean, we were just nothing but just boo-hoo and like, why me? You know, and then, you know, we just really talked about, you know, we just really talked about what, what roles and duties we were going to have during this crisis. Okay. So for instance, you know, um, I took on the responsibility of finances and dealing with um, applying for relief and things like that. Right. And I actually was on this almost three weeks ago now. So, um, you know, I started th doing things like raising, you know, raising credit lines, taking cash out the bank. You know, I was going kind of overboard because I was still operating off of fear back then. So I was, you know, going to the hardware store, you know, buying uh, flashlights and, and hammers. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to have to build a fort or something. My wife was like, right. you know, what's going on with you? What do you think? Like, MacGyver now or something? But, um, but yeah, I was still, I was still, you know, operating, you know, off of fear, right? So, you know, going to the gun shop, 
hadn't been in a gun shop in over 10 years. So I wasn't able to buy ammo anyway because I wasn't in the system. So it was a wasted trip. But but that's where I was, you know, sort of operating, you know, before this. And, um, you know, and then we have my wife, Cedar. She is like, you know, in charge of uh, homeschooling management, um, just overall, just overall household, really, just kind of just the glue that keeps it all together. We have our mother-in-law staying with us also, which we've kind of given her the title of um, researcher, child care, morale supporter, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. She, she's sort of like the referee between my wife and I to kind of keep us in balance when it comes to the kids. Um, you know, because we were talking about a little bit about how you were even feeling today, you know, you know, with this. And I was always, you know, so impressed with how well you're, you're doing today. You were, you were sharing with me how, uh, how, how different this day has been for you, right? Like you were feeling, you know, different emotions and stuff like that. And pointed something out to me that I thought was very important. And, you know, she reminded me that, you know, we're all grieving, right? We're all, you know, we're all grieving with something. And, and I'm like grieving. I'm like, and she's like, and I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, you've either lost a loved one, you know, someone who, who has, you've lost a job, maybe your career has been taken away from you. And, you know, and I never really looked at it like that. So you throw that into the mix with all the other emotions you really have to give yourself, you know, you really have to give yourself a break, right? right? You know, you go through these different emotions, sad, sadness, anger, you know, and then there is no, there's no finish line. You don't know how this story is going to end. In, in most books, there's an ending. You know that when you close it, you know, there's going to be an ending there, you know, and it's going to be on the path of what you've been reading, right? Well, with this, you know, the path doesn't look good, you know, and it's changing every day. And most of the, your options are becoming slimmer by the day, right? So, um, um, yeah, I think, you know, these family meetings are important because of that. Right. Because we need to come to the table on a daily basis to check ourselves and check in. OK, I can speak about I can speak about, the, uh, you know, the family side of it, because, like I said, I have I have two kids. You know, we're already critical thinkers. Right. We homeschool our kids. We had two home births. Um, so we're already sort of thinking, you know, you know, thinking out the box. Right. So we're already at a different place, right? You know, versus, you know, some of our um, friends that are parents who are, you know, they're not homeschooling, doing school at home, right? It's, it's two different things, homeschooling versus, you know, doing doing school at home, right? And, um, right. yeah, we just all find ourselves at a, you know, at a different place, you know, with this. I liked what you brought up too, which you know you gave people a little bit of a blueprint and 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 the other piece that you you know you started with was uh taking a little bit of of what this has been all about really what our the the catalyst for this was helping men through different different things right um different times in their lives and and kind of getting a different perspective on how to address these things and and confront them and and grow and even in quarantine uh, men are learning, right? So I, I just thought it was really a really nice thing that you said about how, 
your mother-in-law and your wife kind right. of said, well, you're not really managing, right? We use these words like you're not managing us. And, and, and the partnership, one of the things, the themes that I heard was partnership. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you really have to be ready to be more patient, gentle, and um, be okay with using the word sorry. I have probably apologized and said I'm sorry in the last three weeks, and I've said all year, right? And we have to remind ourselves that none of us have experience in this, right? And that we're all mourning the loss of something. So we have to come from a sensitive, sensitive side. So yes, you know, the family meetings have been a lifesaver so far. You know, we're three weeks into this, at least my family is, we're three weeks into this. So it's been a lifesaver. It has been the glue that's, you know, kept it together. And um, one other thing I'd like to touch on when it comes to the family meetings, the, the meetings with the adults versus the meeting with the kids, one thing very important with, with the kids, right? So all of this is a, is a trickle down. Okay, depending on how we handle it, will depend on how they handle it. We're already going to ex expect, I mean, I mean, actually we are, um, we're going to experience a lot of mental health issues with kids and adults after this is all over, right? But especially with the kids. So, you know, it's very important if you're a parent to not only stay on solid ground with your kids, but also stay in contact in solid ground with their friends, right? For instance, I'll make sure that my kids are reaching out to their friends in the morning, checking on them, seeing how, you know, how their morning went, what they have planned for the day, that sort of thing. Because you'll find that whatever's going on in their friend's household, it could trickle over to them once they get on the phone, have conversations or play Fortnite or whatever it is, you know, these kids are doing. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking your household in a place of routines. It's very difficult to separate these days right now. The days just kind of mesh together. So you want to make sure you're doing things that have a start and a finish, right? Uh, have your kids working on projects that take time. Yeah. You just don't do them in one day. It might take a whole week. So you just have something that you keep coming back to. You can have look, looking forward to something that's going to be, you know, com you know, completed. So, you know, when it comes to those meetings, very important, right? So they keep, you know, they keep everything in check and they keep everybody communicating, okay? And um, I really, you know, and I, this, this doesn't just work for just, you know, family men. I mean, I, I feel like this works for everybody. Even if you're single and it's just you and your wife and you and your girlfriend, if you guys are quarantine together and you're in that house or that apartment or small single alone, it's important that you guys take time to speak and to communicate and make sure that you're you're doing something for each other. Right? You're letting letting that person know that they are loved and they are not alone. So let's just focus on that right now. Let's take that 10 minutes of information, apply it, uh, tune back in. You guys can listen to the next podcast because these are what we call like emergency live podcasts, right? Well, it's not exactly how it's recorded, but these are emergency podcasts. We're putting these together as the events change, okay? So, yes, we are helping helping you manage yourself through this crisis. Yeah.
Yeah, exactly. Today about family meetings and, and I think, another, you know, one last thing to say too is um, we'll both be speaking from our expertise, right? So um, I'll be coming from a, a little bit more of a mental health angle um, next week or next podcast. And uh, we'll kind of, we'll go in and out of different subjects on those in these two different perspectives. You know, I think, you know, hopefully help you through the different moments you have during this quarantine, during this time in the world. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Yeah. See you next week, everybody. <laughs>